Everybody has experienced pain. We all know what it feels like, but the question is, what do you do when you're going through that experience? Whether it be death, whether it be a loss of a job, or whether it be a loss of a child, or just finances in general, we all know what pain feels like. But I wanted to provide an environment where people could grow, where they could be truthful, and where it could be insightful, because not everybody is alike, but the bottom line is is that we all can identify with each other. And so I wanted this place to be a spiritual place, a place filled with love and hope, because even in your darkest times, we all need something to look up to. So stay tuned. Good evening, everyone. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. (laughs) Welcome to Stay Tuned Podcast, episode two, season two. Dose, dose. I got my people in the building with me. What's up, Dewan? We good. How you doing, Z? I'm doing all right. You looking at me like I'm supposed to say something. You was. But you didn't say. You say it's not. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, Kwanzaa, Christmas, Kwanzaa. New Year, and all that good stuff. Yeah, I did. You did? No, Veronica King took me to the movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> I seen you in the picture, the Haley picture. <laughs> <laughs> she was a part of the clan, honey. I was. Somebody was like, is that Charles' cousin? I said, no, that's yeah. me. <laughs> that's yes, Beefy came out. Beefy she came did. out and celebrated. She was the best child there. She we was, took, Lord. We took family pictures, but thank you to my sister. You welcome. Yeah, you came welcome. out beautiful. They my did. My baby looked even precious, more precious than anyone. They did, but shout yeah. out to that green that y'all was wearing. Now, that was fly. Yes. That was fly. Y'all was looking real St. Patrick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> y'all was looking fly. Um, We had a great thanksgiving it was good it was crazy but we made it through and we got to see thor which was freaking phenomenal yes thor was so dope please go see that it was so good and so funny what's saying that Endorsing that? You getting a check right now? Nah. Okay. Nah, no check. If you if you want to send one, if you got (laughs) matinee movie money, then you should go see Thor and Justice League because that one was good too. If you haven't seen that, send us a check to your PO box. (laughs) Yes, PO box. I don't have one yet, but one day I will. (laughs) Um. All right, let's hop into it tonight. We're gonna talk about entitlement. I'm going to read you guys something that I just so happened to find. And we're going to start. We're going to roll right into it. Real love doesn't cage anyone. You don't own people. Real love is freedom. It's supposed to set you free. If you feel trapped, it's not love. It's something else. Entitlement. Just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean you can control someone else's life. Or make them change into someone else who they obviously do not want to be. Horatio, how y'all feel about that? It's hard, I guess. Just who you reading that from, first of all? Horatio. I don't know who he is at all. Oh, but that's his quote. That's his that quote. That's his quote. Okay. That's I'm saying his quote. That if you're in a relationship with someone famous or someone who's successful, mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like entitlement is going to come behind that. They're going to feel That's like true. they, they you, I'm bringing so and so to the table. So, excuse me. I mean, do you really feel? Does the the place that you are in your life make a difference to entitlement? Because there's some people that don't have no money that still feel entitled. Poor. I mean, that's true. That's true. But I said tonight to V on the phone, I was like that. 
if my wife wasn't working, if she was a stay-at-home wife, mm-hmm. I would expect certain things. Not, if, I guess, how I feel entitled, but I would expect certain things to be done. Yeah. I would expect this is your place. This is what you do. And since you're not working, I'm, I'm providing X, Y, Z for you. Mm-hmm. I guess that, that's a sense of entitlement, I guess. Isn't it? Right. Is it, it is. I think it's a system entitlement, but at the same time, that's kind of like the expectation. Like, but if you're not working, this was going to be your job, right? right? So this is your contrib- contribution to our family. Yeah. Right. So I feel entitled. This is... That my food should be on the right. table every day. Home, <laughs> I'm entitled the to... The house should be clean. Yes. Yeah, but I don't, I don't want to... I don't want to use or say that that's, I mean, that's entitlement that's like right the most there. Standard thing I think, when you think of it, so, mm-hmm. like people feel entitled. Like he feels entitled that his draws would be floated a certain way. If I, you're I don't at home feel like that's entitled as much as you're feeling like that's expected mm-hmm. for that situation. Mm-hmm. Entitlement, I feel like, goes a little further than that. Like you know, you're entitled to everything you're entitled to the air this person breathes mm-hmm. like every decision you make is supposed to be based on me because mm-hmm. like one of the definitions we read which i don't have pulled up we can read it later okay this person truly feels like he belonged to them so mm-hmm. what pedestal i'm asking you to do that person's on that pedestal and, and looking down yeah you right. need to be doing this it's, it's more than a requirement it's more than an um expectation I'm entitled to this. So you mm-hmm. need to make sure you're doing this. And I haven't really run across a lot of people like that, but there are people like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all know I'm single. Mm-hmm. You two are in relationships. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like you've ever had that in your own relationships? I've I've acted like that. I felt like there were certain things that um, I expected or that I felt like should automatically just be just mm-hmm. off the strength of me just being me i think that sometimes when you're acting like that it's just more so because of of something else like you feel like oh well maybe i should do this because because really it's another issue that you know is is coming forth because of that like insecurities or whatever um maybe we should do a scenario in a sense of like this like every single time charles says hey to somebody or whatever like I feel like he should automatically introduce me because I'm entitled, right? I'm his wife. He's supposed to do that. No, not so much. I mean, I don't even remember that person's name. It could be something that minimal. That 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 minimal. You but know? do you think that we're we're sort of taught that, especially that's as a woman? Because I know <laughs> that in other conversations that I have, I can't say that my mother's ever said anything mm-hmm. about that, mm-hmm. but. They've said that's like disrespectful if he doesn't. It doesn't matter if you don't know the person or not. You're just not going to acknowledge that I'm here. Yeah, I so legit do you feel like don't feel like that anymore mm-hmm. because after that person has walked away, it's been a numerous amount of times where it could have been a me or him, and the person like, hey, it drove away, hey, with the dumb face because you legit don't know who this person is, and as soon as he'll dap him up, everything, man, it's so good to see you, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bay, I don't know who that is. Sometimes <laughs> like that as me as well. But I think yeah. as a man, I guess in a sense we do feel entitled. I guess. Yeah. Just for being a man. I think there's a role that I play in, in my household and mm-hmm. my wife plays mm-hmm. a certain role. So I guess I do feel entitled to her. Like we, things, like I said at the beginning, things should be done a certain way or this is how you should carry yourself mm-hmm. as a man. I guess that's, that's, mm-hmm. I feel do feel entitled, I guess, mm-hmm. in, in my household. Yeah, I and I, I think I do too, but I think it's with certain things. Like, 
you know, I always say this about a man, like a man that's a man for real and he's about <clears throat> his business. I was just talking to Mark about this today. Shout out to my brother. Um, when a man walks into a room, ain't nobody like, oh my God, you know, let me hurry up and do this. Like everybody is legit ready for you to walk in the door. Your girls know when, when it's time for you to pull up. They're like, oh my God, daddy's home. And so is mommy. Oh my God, daddy's home. Like, ah, it's pizza for everybody. They know and they give you that respect and your presence is known in the room. Nobody's having to like sound the alarm throughout the house like daddy home. I mean, unless they doing something, they ain't got no business. But, you know, um, it that sense of entitlement that comes to with the territory because they know who you are. You know, your presence commands that almost. But I'm talking about like those people who even even you being single, Z, you you have to deal with that. Let's like siblings and family, certain people feel like entitlement, like they feel entitlement to you. People feel um, like they own you. I think it feels, it comes with success. I feel like entitlement. Mm, if you're successful, if you're the breadwinner in your family, mm-hmm. people feel like, okay, when you got us, you know what I'm saying? You're the breadwinner. Do you feel like they feel like you owe them something? Not necessarily yeah. That yeah. You're, yeah. But that's not necessarily entitlement as much as they just feel like you owe them. Something. I mean, that's ownership. You know, you feel like, oh, okay, well, it, it could be like a chick in a in a in a relationship with a dude who always been on the couch, mm-hmm. you know, and then all of a sudden one day he just decided to do something grand and something became of it, you know. Maybe that relationship ends up falling apart. Maybe she had a kid with him or whatever. Drake said it. Bitch, you wasn't with me when I was shooting in the gym. But was she with him when he was shooting in the gym? Or was she with him when he was shooting in the gym? Like, when I came up on the come up, when I didn't have nothing, was you there? And now you feel entitled now that I got something? Or was you really always rocking with me even when I didn't have anything like, and you, you felt like, entitled then? Like, mm-hmm. do you feel like if somebody came up with you from the bottom, That you they're owe entitled? Them? Yeah, that, they owe owe, that you owe them something? Honestly, I used to. And mm-hmm. What changed? You grow up and you get real. Like, you can't, if you feel like you owe everybody, you will never have anything. And it's all about life balance. It's the difference between um, appreciating someone and then someone feeling entitled to the things that you have. And a lot of times, I don't think people can tell the difference. I think we have a hard time with that. Mm -hmm. I think, like, black people in a cultural thing, and I can only speak on black people because... I am black. Are you? Oh my God. You know, just, oh my God. Oh my God, you're black. This is like a revelatory moment. But, um, we have a, a a really strong issue with like loyalty and entitlement. And even when we have nothing, you know, we'll just give our last. And I think that's a great and beautiful thing about us Mm -hmm. that we'll, you know, we'll literally give you the shirt off our back. But when it doesn't make sense, we still giving a shirt off our back. Like, because (laughs) sadly is, ingrained in us mm-hmm. especially the whole no snitching and to be loyal and uh give a person your shoes because you at the time give up your they, shoes you, you know what i mean no i don't it's like <laughs> <laughs> is that some up north thing you know, know you it's guys not an up north thing like, but it was me making an extreme shoes, statement okay. but you know just being extra like if i have five dollars i'll give you four right, right, right. why are you giving somebody four dollars and you only have five right now true. you only have a dollar it'd be different if you split it through the middle and have, say hey I'll give you a dollar. I got four dollars. Mm-hmm. I need four for me to get through the week, mm-hmm. so you can have a dollar. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, especially me, you know, me, I'll I give four fifty and end up with fifty cents, and I'll just be good, you know. <laughs> you will do that, um, 
think I think you have to I, I don't want people to not be loving and whatnot and feel like they, they shouldn't take care of people but um but it's about finding that balance. Like you do. You sometimes you are taking it as well. Yeah. yeah. You're it taking it to an extreme. Right. And but people who feel entitled don't feel like that's an extreme. And that's the difference. So a personality like mine, mm-hmm. if I meet an entitled person, oh, you like, they would definitely you, you would love with it. You're like, oh my God, I'm they just would be, be there for the They jump. would think, oh, she she's she the best ever. Me. She's the best ever. Like, I'm just falling on over this person, but you don't know that that's just my natural character. And give, now you're give, just give, give. now you're just taking advantage of the give because you feel like I owe you. So when I try to put my foot down, which is where balance comes in, when you try to put your foot down and say, "Hey, you kind of taking too much." As a man, I don't feel like that would ever. If you give, give, giving as a man, I feel like let me give, give, give as well. But like, me... not not all people. It, it, are I don't like even that. think it has anything to do with being male or female. Just based on her makeup and the type of person that she is. She loves you by doing acts of service. But who's comfortable with always getting? Getting? Not... There are a lot of people. They're called takers. T-A-K-E-R-S. <laughs> no, and they're true. And they legitimately, they legitimately be like, like that. hey, it's free for everybody. Especially if you're the type. And they, they are the truly entitled because they feel like those are those people that feel like the world owes them something. Anyway, God forbid they went through something in their childhood. And they haven't gotten over it. Does that mean like you owe me? No, like like, we looked up the definition. Yeah. So if you look it up, it literally says this person feels like you actually owe them something. The world owes them something and you owe them something. They are entitled to your time and whatever you have, they're entitled to. So you want to watch that. Yeah. They talk about this sense of entitlement. Like I'm here and I am God's like grace you know like i am the greenest thing on this earth and you should love me because regardless of my shortcomings but the funny part is of, we all have a job right yeah we all working mm-hmm. now i want you to think about some those of people the who spend people your money that no some of the people that you're actually working with some of the 20 year olds a little bit younger and listen to their conversation some of them are entitled yes they don't have to work that hard mm-hmm. like technology gives them everything mm-hmm. so a lot of times stuff you you know that you're supposed to wait for like you can wait for that right or you need to learn how to do that uh-uh, i'm just gonna google it nah i'm just gonna mm-hmm. wait five minutes or drop but your cell phone whole, on the floor so you can get a new need iPhone. to have it now <laughs> no, nothing is exactly <laughs> <laughs> Can't do nothing with money, boy. Mm-mm. No, but, yeah. but and sadly, we we help to to fuel that fire. Yeah. Like our like grandparents and parents. Mm-hmm. My mother's a prime example of that. Instead of even if the parents say no, sometimes she'll buy it anyway. Mm-hmm. But we try to explain to her that makes them feel entitled to have it. Like absolutely, it was, it's no reason a a seven year old should have. An iPhone six. Why? Yeah. Who you call, who you calling? You no calling? job. You ain't got nobody to call. You you don't have no job. We do we do because just based on like if you think about how we came up or whatever. I was just explaining this like over the holidays. Um, when we were children, our parents automatically sent us outside. Like there was no running in the house or whatever like that. You went outside. You did not come back legit until it was dark. And that was it. Yeah, go and find something to do. And mm-hmm. outside in the yard and breath a breath of fresh air was just the thing. And so now we're so quick to give our children tablets mm-hmm. and computers and we let it's that just stuff. Easy. That's it's, it, no, it and didn't give them medication because we say they too hyperactive. Right. They're not active at all. At all. You're not, not burning them out. Any and now of that. you got them on the ADD Who do you know medication. That was on Ridland when we was growing up? Not a single soul. 
It was no Ritalin. Like, you legit ran that joint off and was like, oh, he's just a little bit hyper. Let's put him in some Taekwondo No, and then those same kids grow up and they feel entitled to curse you out. True. Because everything is your fault. You gave them this. Even when I was looking up statistics on entitlement, Mm -hmm. most of it starts with children because that's where it starts that yeah. you keep telling them not telling basically them no, we not owe telling you this we yeses, owe you this you know and it's because of our childhood a lot of times you have those parents who they just felt like their parents were awful right so what i'm gonna do is everything my mom and dad said no to me yep. i'm gonna say yes to you. yeah so i'm just gonna give it to you that's you what want i find it, now is it. that we have a lot of the a lot of the the generation now is like, well, you know, well, I didn't have this. And so I want to give my child everything that I didn't have. Right. And that's the hope in it. But really, you might be creating a monster. Well, something as a parent, a, do you feel that way? A healthy no. I think there's a thing. There's, no could be healthy. No, yeah, absolutely. You're going to hear no all your life anyway. You're going to hear no at your job. You're going to hear no relationships. So you might as well tell your kids, no, you can't have. You yes. Yes. But I, I mean, I, I do see having little ones I do see that I do want to give them the world yeah more than I had absolutely but there is an extent to that I do want them not to be spoiled but I do want them to be a little spoiled they're my girls yeah yeah you and I mean I think that there I don't think there's anything wrong with spoiling your children in in a healthy way because the reality of it is is that it can all be gone just like that right and so it's like you know you don't want them to have the expectation that it just comes that quickly either no you need to work hard you need to make sure that you're a good person that you take care of yourself that you take care of your sister that you take care of your family but even still when you go out here make sure you're you know a good person just in general because you just you can't be taking stuff and then expect for it to, you know, come to you naturally like that. Let's work hard. Let's have good grades. And you get rewarded. Where you miss me at with the parenting is like, you I don't have had to, a job for forever. Because so the thing, it's you like, don't have you, to earn it anymore. You don't. Like, mm-hmm. your grades are subpar. You barely get up on time. That's, that doesn't, disgusting, yeah, that doesn't But I me. just bought you an Xbox. So you Why? know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do, do you subpar. And, and not in your parenting. But into getting you those extra things, I think that it's great to expose your children and all that stuff. I think that it's a beautiful thing. But when you talk, when you when you going off and we on these Disney World trips or whatever, and your child's attitude sucks. Okay, I'm a play devil advocate a little bit. Go ahead. But what if you know it's more about me just wanting to love my child? So, so you think that loving your child means? Well, I mean, he might have been having a rough time in school that that year, and you know. I know my child is. There you go. You just good. said it. You know <laughs> your child. Yeah, I so, know my child. Mm-hmm. So, so you know if your child has had a rough year, and if they, so just, I just want to take them to Disneyland. You know if your child has had a rough year, and and this is the thing too. Like since we rolling up in the children, you know if your kid is quote unquote bad, and I hate saying that about children. Some people don't. Know you know. Some no, some know. people really don't. They don't know if their kids are bad. Who? People don't know that their kids are bad. They think it ain't oh, Who that's, don't? Just, that's just Marcus. You mean them Marcus, kids? Man. You mean them kids that like okay, like Pastor Andy be talking about like them kids that you don't say no to. You really think that those parents are really like they ain't bad? Yeah, bad. Yeah, I think they think that. No, some of them honestly is like if you if you're really like around them and you watch them, they just feel like oh. You know what? They're just a little hyper, or okay, you know, a, they just want what they want because they're used to it, and they it's just part a tantrum of. Because that's just, that's how what would you do? No, they, not me. They wouldn't. What would you do? Now, what if a child was going to tantrum? Yeah, I, I beat kids. Now, I, I, <laughs> and I'm asking you guys specifically, like, do you think that you pay attention to your children enough? I know you pay attention to your nieces, 
especially because in your nephew, because they're away. So you can assess it a little bit differently because you're on the outside of it. Right. And, but you seeing your girls every day, you know what, you know, your children's behavior, you know, how they move, you know, how they maneuver. I do. And I think people tell me when we're out is, oh, you got well-behaved kids. Something like that's how they. Them jokers is act. like baby fairy tales, like <laughs> drop them off anytime. Like, I don't think that they're well-behaved kids. I think that's how you're supposed to act. They, Correct. But that's when you're actually deciding to parent your way. You have, you have to think about that person. Like. You have some people who probably thought their parents' parenting was horrible, mm-hmm. so they're doing a total opposite. Mm-hmm. You're kind of just letting the kids live, mm-hmm. and they don't see it as bad because it's like their parents probably were so restrictive that they're just doing a total opposite. So to them, the kids are fine. It's fine they're knocking everything off the shelf. It's fine that they're <laughs> here yelling. You know, like I think it's. Kids. I think the thing of it is, is that you know, it's it's all going to be a gamble when they're under the age of eight, right? But when they really start like coming into their personality, and eight, I think nine, that's 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, I, so. I know yeah. some monsters I think, again, right like, now. I'm going to go back to being successful. If I always mm-hmm. had my own business and I'm successful, my, my kids were little hellions. <laughs> they're still going to have my business because mm-hmm. I'm successful. And they, they probably okay. feel entitled to okay. have that. Right. So I think it all goes with success mm-hmm. and, and money. If I was a celebrity, I feel like Do you think I would they... feel like entitled, I guess, to, yeah. that I, I'm going to spread my wealth. And you guys are gonna okay. to me. This is this is who I am. I'm the money man, so I'm entitled to this position because I'm making. So you the Trump. Hilton? I'm 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 Mr. Trump. Okay. I say Hilton, <laughs> no, Trump. give me another now. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's flip it and bounce. Make sure you put a bomb on that, okay, <laughs> Chuck? <laughs> let's flip it and bounce. Okay, so we're talking about children. Let's get into relationships so i'm talking about your mother say, who feel like because you made it out of the hood she out of the hood too that's, true. that's what i'm talking well, about but let, let's say you're in or like me in my case if i have a thing and uh-huh. now you go from making twenty thousand dollars to now six hundred thousand dollars that's mm-hmm. how much you're mm-hmm. you're making now and in your relationship would that would your household change absolutely like, and when mm-hmm. i mean household change like now she makes more than you or now he makes more than you would you be bothered if your if your um significant other made more than you would it made you would it make no, you feel know. and do you think like less of a man the or that your role together, we're still or gonna anything make, if you make would change I make 20 we still make 620 i don't care together. do you think that has to do with like insecurity of like what society shows you is that the woman is like the matriarch and rah 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 and she she makes the decisions within the house. So does that change your role because the salary that's coming in just so happens to have her and name do you on the feel like in a sense it might change my role that I'm gonna be entitled there. And all that. Do you Why you gotta like be the, the cook and the clean? Why you can't still have your job? I mean I still what? have my job, but if my wife's making more, I'm like, well let me let me do for you more than I would do if so I you would feel that. like you were inadequate some way, like you had to make it up. So now do you Dang, feel oh, like but hey, all guys got an ego? All but every, do you feel like she's entitled to that? Right there, you go because she makes more money, and why? Why would that no, change? Well, I mean, maybe I don't feel like maybe she feels entitled, but she could be with anybody. So why don't I step up and do? What I think we more. got a hard time dealing with that. Let's stay right here because I have an actual um, friend of my mother's who is a doctor. And her husband is not a doctor. And at one point, he was unemployed. And I remember it became a strain for them. And it started to affect their relationship. You could see that it could it started to affect their relationship. 
And if you're a man and you're going to work every day and you're helping provide for your household, why does your presence have to change? Because your dollar amount is different. You understand what I'm saying? Like your role should still be the same. You're a good dude. You still doing exactly what you do now. And let's just say you working at a hole in the wall of a restaurant. You still going to work. You still put your pants on the same way, any other way. You still take care of your family in the best way that you can, right? right. This is just for a moment. Who, how does that change, like, your ego or the fact that you shouldn't still feel prideful in what you do for your family, how how you take I mean, care you of your would, family? But I think, I, I think, I, I look at things that I help other people look at it. So I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe my wife, even if you probably don't think that way, but maybe my wife feels like, Oh, I I don't have to be here with this bum dude like mm. I do anywhere else. So that I'm thinking of it. Maybe she'll think that way, but I'm thinking that maybe she thinks this way. Okay. So in my eyes, I'm like, let me do more. Okay. Because she could be with anybody else making this much money. But the money. crazy part is if you reverse the roles. So now basically you make six hundred thousand dollars, right? And she make twelve dollars. Now she yes. got to be a stay at home wife, but why? If this was slavery times, and y'all know I don't like to go here, but if this was slavery times and you was legit making $2 an hour that you may never see, she was still out making money with you too. Like, I I mean, y'all, at some point it was equal. It was still nothing, but at least it was nothing together. You are so terrible. You are terrible. terrible, yo. But I'm just saying, like... I think your wife would still be the same type of person like that she is. She likes to make things and she likes to make those things beautiful, whether or not it's a label or not. Like she's still going to make it move. I think that she would still be that type of, I told Charles the other day, even if we made $600,000 a year, I still shop at Target. Who would? I'd be buying everything in it. Like, yes, I would. I want two of them. I want four of them. It, that don't change like who you are it or the role. It, it changes my perspective of how they see me, and it gotcha. will change. Once you is it about the world or how she sees you? It's D? about. I would think it's about me. both. Okay. Though. It, may be, it may be the world. I think I care too much about what the world things anyway because I like be over the top and I want to be. I want people to see me in a certain image. I guess that's why I, okay. I, I care about what I look like. I go to barber shop twice a week because I I, I want to look. Like something for the world. Is that about you being an only child? It could be, but I want. I think you feel how you look, and if you look good, you feel good. So Mm -hmm. I think Miss Faye did like a great job with parenting. She was not over the top. She wasn't. She wasn't over the top. She was a a a very. I've only seen her get angry once. And that was that one time we all skipped school Mm -hmm. and we said (laughs) jazz. And I mean, she was mild tempered, but she didn't play. She had a boy. She had a son. So, you know, she wanted to keep you in line. But I never I don't remember her being over the top. I think you she did a lot for him. Mm -hmm. You know, she was the only parent who legit and I would never forget this. She was the only person who mentioned credit. She got a credit card in his name when he was a teenager and was paying it off. Mm-hmm. So by the time he went to college, yeah. he had credit. Had great credit. I didn't even know. Didn't he even didn't know even know. Like, my light bill is in my mama's name. Like, his nah, mama already had light bills. So <laughs> he had, I do believe that. You felt entitled to a certain type of lifestyle because she had provided that for you. It was only one. That's, that's do, a, do you guys see... I guess the question is, do you see positivity in being entitled? 
it can be positivity because you can set the standard. You 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 set an expectation. Yes, because I think we're we're mixing expectation requirements and entitlement. Entitlement one is one could be, be a requirement to ownership requirement. because it's being looked at like a negative thing. Yes, but then you have entitlement. What you think you're entitled to, yes. and people aren't entitled to anything. But entitled, I think, is you're saying it as is a negative. Entitled trumps ownership. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're if talking about. If you look at the definition, it, it is no positive. Definition we're literally for talking it. about these people. Number one, if you or your loved one feels that no rules are made for other people, but they don't apply for you, apply to you. It's a self-entitlement red flag. Y'all understand it? Mm -hmm. You want me to run it back one more time? If you or your loved one Mm -hmm. feels that rules are made for other people, but they don't apply to you personally, okay? that is what we're talking about. That's a red flag. When you expect the other one that you love to be on time or that will be held to pay, you should expect them to call you out when you're not on time. But it doesn't apply to you. You understand it? So Z was late. We on time. I expect you to be on time because I feel entitled. <laughs> I feel I entitled. She's trying to call me that? out. Like my wife would say that I'm entitled. When you read But that, last that's so week weird. I was that on time is you. And she I know it's you. I just but don't think that. I'm a negative. I don't think that entitlement is a negative thing. I don't think the entitlement always has to be seen as a negative thing. I'm talking about those situations where People are expecting things and they shouldn't at all. We've been broke up for years, but you still expecting me to, you know, do certain things for you or whatever. Situations like that. Um, People with self-entitlement issues will never accept your excuse, even if it's a good one. But they accept you. They expect for you to accept their excuses, no matter how lame it is. Mm hmm. These are the people I'm talking about. A person with a self-titlement issue has the right to say no, but no one else does. Exactly. So you can say no, but as soon as somebody else tells you no, now you cussing and fussing. That's like Which the person is... we were talking about earlier. Yes, today. it do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why and I was told Z, what y'all was saying. I said, was dealing with some crazy issue behind it, right? Mm-hmm. That's funny. That's really funny. But that's why I was interested in what y'all was saying when we brought up the, the different incomes. So it's like, I've noticed, and it's kind of like a gender thing too, like, if you flip it with men making less than women, they always feel like they need to do so much more, and it's like, I need to... Women don't feel that way? You don't feel that way? No, I don't feel that way. I don't feel that way. My thing is, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, it's just like what Mark said today. If I'm a straight-edge dude, and I'm assessing the entire situation, and this is me in this moment, right? And I basically, I'm looking at our overall life together. I'm looking at everything, okay? The house, the bills, the cars. I'm trying to make sure that you straight, I'm straight. We making moves in here. This is a moving machine. And as soon as something happens, I'm going to assess that situation and make sure we still good. Like, it's still going to continue to move because I'm still going to be assessing the entire situation to make sure that we're moved the dollar amount that doesn't mean that you're not a good dude but but socially we have painted this picture to say that he needs to be here at this level in order for me to feel quote-unquote comfortable Mm -hmm. or for me to have to have a quote-unquote good life yes we all know that money makes the world go around it does but i'm just saying like if your dude is making twenty thousand dollars a year that don't mean that he a bum 
Yeah, but that don't if you mean flip it, that don't mean that he. If a you bum. flip it though, and the woman is only making twenty thousand, they really don't. I don't really see them expecting them to do anything. Like that the too. man just straight mm-hmm. takes over. Right. Like remember, I told you I used to work extreme. at a laundromat, and this girl, this woman had an allowance. Her husband just gave her allowance, so she didn't have a job at all. But if you flip it the other way, um, most dudes wouldn't expect their wife. They would still work, and they wouldn't expect to have an allowance. It's, it's basically is one it, extreme is it an to insult? the other. I think it is. Like you don't think Stedman is is doing the most for Oprah. Oprah is... He doing something I ain't even seen. They still Stedman. together? They still together. But I'm saying you think... Uh, he? Sh- I feel like he they should be doing together. the most. If, if you with Oprah... Let me tell you something. If I'm getting an allowance from Oprah Winfrey... <laughs> I'm good. I'm going to have... But I think he got his own businesses and stuff like that. But I feel like he, you're with Oprah Winfrey. She's a billionaire. I'm going to be doing the most. I'm going to be doing... And I'm not saying that you wouldn't. I'm just saying, like, I'm if you're why. not at Stedman's level... Why does it have to be one extreme to the other? My question is more of a why. Right. Why? Why when that's not what she was why requiring? Why would I... He, I guess in a sense, why would I lose that cash cow, I guess? Or why, why, I'm gonna, so do I you do see her as a bank? I don't see her as a bank, but I, want, I don't want her to see me as a, a, a anchor neither, though. So if I'm if you're doing being so successful, I don't want you to feel like you're dragging me. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna do the most. I'm gonna carry your bags. I'm gonna I'm make sure you're on the plane on time. I'm gonna make sure everything is booked on. So like, why I'm, isn't I'm that expected out of the woman too, though? Isn't that is that what we're saying? It depends on the relationship because going back to the thing with dry cleaners, right. she just lied about everything. So she had the allowance life. and she was supposed <laughs> to be doing like cooking and stuff, but she used the allowance to make it seem like she was doing it. Like she would bring his clothes into the laundry and tell him to take the tickets off so that he thought she was washing the clothes, but actually we was washing the clothes like that. Mm. So like you you do just enough, I guess, to keep the person. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed in regards to men and women, it, it it just looks a little different. Well, basically, it's the same thing. I mean, pretty much, Dewan said that, you know, if you're not making the money, then, you know, you need to overcompensate. And in a sense, that's what we do on the flip side, too, to the woman. Like, the dude does the same thing. Like, oh, well, her, her way of compensating is to cook clean, make sure the kids are straight or whatever like that. He's doing that on the flip side. But do you feel like side. that's an entitlement? Like, do you feel like... No, I feel like that's your job, I guess, in a sense. Like, if if if, if I'm providing this, all of this right here, you can do this a little bit. I've done I don't it. feel entitled. I've but done I it. Like I don't think that's just, entitlement. Right, so I'm gonna give in a my statement. situation, it wasn't entitlement. He didn't expect me to do that. It was so just, hey, that's just what sense. I did. I'm going to give a statement. Shout out to Wesley Smith because we had this conversation hey, one time. Hey, Wes. Hey, Wes. So, Wes made a point that, mm-hmm. let's say you're in a relationship and I make a million dollars and you make $30,000. Mm-hmm. If we're looking for something and we're making decisions, it would still be a group decision. Sure will. And whatever we yeah. do, he still needs to be able to he afford sure to do that. He sure does. So, but people don't but believe people in that. don't do that. That's why I'm like, because if if he's making a million dollars and I'm only making $30,000, he he's not looking for no $30,000 house. It's going to be a million dollars. But if you flip it, you want me to but get a thirty thousand dollar house because you only make thirty thousand dollars, but I make a million, so I want a million dollar house. But Wes's point is, he should be able to pay the bills just in case you, just in case it doesn't work out, and now I'm not making a million dollars anymore. Do y'all agree with that? That that yeah. they should be living off the thirty thousand dollar lifestyle no. is what you're saying, or something within reason, just in case 
so it everything will out. fall on the person with the lower income. I don't know if we're going to live in no $30,000 house and not making it a million dollars a year. Right, well, I got to suffer just about because you. you ain't on that level. Like, if we together, we're supposed to come up. Come up. <laughs> but you just because you have a million dollars don't need, mean you need to spend it either. That's true, too. A million dollars is just a million dollars. A lot of people ain't got no money. Okay, say that again. And that's why y'all feel entitled. Exactly. So, um... That's a long silence. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. Well, she was reading something. I really was. But look, like, if I'm making a million dollars and Charles is just making $30,000, first of all, that's comical. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah. it's comical in the sense because It's extreme, he's dumb. but it's real he's, life. He's dumb because I can hear him in my head, like. <laughs> <laughs> and not because he couldn't do that, but it's just like, he would still make the decisions. We've already talked about stuff like this. Like, he would. I, I am all about, like, the man being the head of the household. I don't care if I'm making $4 million and Charles is making a dollar, okay? He's going to still be at the head of it. Yeah, I'm going to decide. Yes, he's going to decide. But this is a partnership. Like, one is no better than the other. And I don't feel like money needs to, you know, um, give somebody the power so you was you would not trump his idea. If you're like, babe, I think you sure should take would. the jet because if he it's gonna get us there faster, you're like, no, I'm not thing. paying for the jet because you ain't. I could no, still have be making four million dollars a year and still have a poor person's mentality. Just because you have money, don't mean you the smartest person in the world. But I could have came up with a great idea about socks. Feel. And like now that they have, like like D was saying, mm-hmm. now that you have the money, mm-hmm. you feel entitled to that. Yeah. So you're right. If I say that we haven't chicken for the next six months because that's all i want to pay for yeah. what you gonna do what you gonna do that's true that's true and I, I i mean those things to me are like simple but when you're talking about like major things in your relationship like honestly like buying a house if 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 so i'm know. the the person with the bank and i say we're buying this house what he gonna what's say? gonna stop me they, from not we, buying that house and why would charles like try to block me having a a two million dollar house because I brought. But why do head. you feel entitled to have that house? Because I want to make us a better home. What if but you, like say, you said you would respect him to be the man? And I would. Man, right? Now so if, if I came said, to him, we're not getting the house. He ain't coming with no. Then there you go. House. There you go. Yeah, he's not gonna put his two dollars right. in that he made. He, he we're not doing that. But maybe we can find a better house or you, something you else. Would compromise, like, I will okay, compromise. Not gonna get the house. Okay, maybe not coming with no bag. There you go. Nothing. You ain't got to. We're not gonna get the house because you said because this is the thing. If I lose my job and that four million dollars is all I got, now I'm blackballed from wherever, whoever gave me the four million dollars, right? Till death do us part. Even when you're going through the harder, the tough stuff, right? I think it's easy to say when you don't have that four million dollars. Okay. <laughs> Let me put four million dollars in here right now and see. Four how you... million. I I don't know. I've always thought like that. I mean, too. I feel the same thing. Except if I won the lottery, I'll still work. I would still go to the yeah. same job and still do. I say that, and so I win the lottery. So you feel like the entitlement comes, you feel like the entitlement kind of comes with with where you are in your position in life. Weird, yeah. And I don't feel like that. I feel like money shouldn't validate that. It's probably because, honestly, I've seen people treat each other like crap, with or without money, mm-hmm. and still feel entitled. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have that money. Money, we naturally think of money 
allowing us to have access to certain things so you feel entitled because your desire and the expectation and the things that you're exposed to is different, right? But I'm talking about, like, poor people who feel entitled. I keep saying that. Like, it's a lot of poor people who feel entitled. No, it's, it's <laughs> like a bunch of poor me. people. Yeah, like, you but owe me. I don't owe you nothing. That's the whole, the world owes them. And those are the people that I guess we can talk about right now, too. Like, you're literally, we're dating again. We both make $2. But you feel like in a relationship, I owe you so much because you life has been hard on you. So I need to make all these exceptions for you. And everything that you want is more important than what I want. We both been faced with this, with family members. Listen to this. This is about to blow your mind. People with self-entitlement issues feel as though asking you, which is really telling you to do something for them, is no big deal. They never think about inconveniencing you or how you had to go out of your way to do this. They just like, I ain't asked you to do it anyway, but you did it. Or even if they did ask you, I didn't put, I love when they say, I didn't put a gun to your head. Oh my God. I didn't put a gun to your head. You've known me all my life. You knew when you asked me, I was going to try my best to do it. But at the time you asked me, you knew I couldn't do it. You knew I couldn't do it. You knew I didn't have the money for it. You Whatever it is, I didn't have the time for it. I didn't have the money for it. You knew that from the beginning. However, it never stopped you from asking. They never got it. It will always be a burden to them. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's those people that I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know those people. I don't like those people. (laughs) Yes, I know. That's what I'm saying. Another good example of self-entitlement issues is their inability to count properly. Let me explain. For all the times that I've done this such and such and such and such for you, and then that one time that you asked them for something, it's it's like a million. Or the one time you can't do it. You are every Mm -hmm. scum. There you go, because they they will remember how many things they have done for you, but they'll forget about what you've done for them. Yep, yep, yep. When someone has a self-entitlement issues, they put high demands on your attention. Oh, yeah. So, ain't no, why you not answering the phone? (sighs) Man, that one, that one really got me. That actually made my head hurt a little bit. Like, I called you. We all have those people in our lives. Mm-hmm. Is you might not have a lot of them, but it's one or two people that really feel like, again, money has nothing to do with it. They just feel like they entitled to everything that you have. What if that is your mother? What if that your mother is that person that feels that, <laughs> that who feels that entitled? That's you my mother. That, you want to talk about my mother? That is, that is your, that's your mother. But I'm like, what? Don't you feel like she gave you breath, so you don't feel a little bit? Look, this is the thing. I will never disrespect my mother. My mother is a great woman, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the type of person that I am, my mom helped to create me to be the it's adult like, that I am, right. the woman that I am, based on the bad examples that I saw, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so everything that I saw that was terrible, I was like, mm, not going to do that. Not going to do that. And it wasn't necessarily always her. It was about my environment and the things that I was exposed to, right? So now that I am this person, there are a lot of great qualities of my mom that I've taken with me. My mom is like a neat freak. I'm like down to the cleanliness, right? Mm -hmm. We not playing that. To To the humor, the witty, the personable, the social things, that's me. That's my mom. She's a butterfly, right? But that calling me 
and then I see you call me, and then you hang yeah, up, and you call me right, right back, back, and then you leave me a voicemail, and then you text me, and then you call me back again <laughs> to say, I just called you. I'm at work. Oh, yes, right. You are at work. <laughs> oh, honey. Well, let me tell you about such and such and such. I'm at work. <laughs> oh, well, I'm just going to. So just call me when you get off work. Now, you just call me three times. I don't understand. But what it is is that, and this may sound terrible, but because of the brokenness of my family, my brother has been affected by that, right? So I am the strong mm-hmm. child, and I understand that. That me, And that's hard for my mom to deal so with. you have a lot on you. Yeah, I have a lot of pressure on me that I really don't want. And so what my mom wants to do is naturally she wants to be close to me, but she wants to talk about a brother that I really don't want to talk about. And so in order for me to kind of like protect myself, I kind of like, I, I back up from it. And she doesn't really, she she really wouldn't be able to understand that. Like for my mental state, in order for me to be healthy, I have to back up because there's so much drama that's on that other side of that. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to, I don't want you to call me and be like, hey, Maybe so let me tell you about this. This she, this, 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 she does. Right. You think so. that she, so I have to take it in they doses. See the entitlement as you actually showing that you love them, because a lot of times, a lot of times, those people who who have that entitlement complex to them, I don't think is entitlement as much as you proving that you love them. Because if you love me, you'll do this, uh-huh. and, and see, you shouldn't question it. And but see, I, I that can be. You know, I like to say dangerous. That's that's dangerous to me because I've seen people like sell their souls for th- for for what they think or deem as love, and that ain't love because we have a we have a real strong issue with like loyalty and being mm-hmm. loyal to people who don't deserve it at all. Like legit selling our souls for what we claim to be loyalty, and I've had to I'll break Z from that. Like I'll protect Z from that. Like Z has it. She will. To, to the depths. She'd be like, oh, girl, I'm going to drive you right here to the edge of the moon because you asked me to do it. And I'd be like, no, hell no. <laughs> Take that ass. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. You know you got to go to work at 4. I'm going to do it because, you know, I'm just, a, I'm just a good person. You are a good person. I can't have five. So I'd just be like, girl, you better call me when I wake up. Because <laughs> my phone is on right, do not disturb. You're, 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 you're not going to hear it. You know, I've just had to learn how to say no because I was that person. I was the, but the issue was, was that people, and especially my mother, it kind of felt like her love came with stipulations. Well, I'll do this for you if you do this for your brother. I'll do this for you if you do this for your brother. And it came with your grandmother, Mm -hmm. your grandmother, your uncle or whatever. And I, I don't love like that. I love freely. My love doesn't come with strings and I don't have to do stuff for you in order for you, you and me to be good. Just ask me to do something for you and I'll tell you whether or not I can do it. And my mom is a lot like Z. My mother is Z and that's why I'm harder on Z too because my mom's brothers and sisters have done that exact thing to her. Taken, 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 taken. And when my mom got sick, in the hospital, it was only me and Charles. Two times in a row. Two times in a row. And it's like, yo, you got brothers and sisters and you got a mama. Where them people at? You constantly paying light bills. You paying car notes. You buying new washers and dryers. 
You're going to get people from here. You're going to get people from there. When my mom was laid off, she took care of her sister for six months in the hospital. First person shoot who should have been in the hospital when my mom got sick was her sister. And it wasn't until I had an awakening, like I was venting with Mel and Mel told me her mom had a battle with cancer about three or four years ago. She told me she was like, V, it don't even matter how much you did, how much you cuss or fuss about it. People who are entitled, who get from the people that they constantly taking from, they're going to love them even still. Mm-hmm. They're going to love them even still. Your mother, she don't, she don't even care because she's a lover. She going to love them even still, even though they didn't show up for her. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't love like that. I need people that I can connect with. I need people who pour into me. I need people. I need to know that you're there for me. Like this is an act of kindness. You understand what I'm saying? But sometimes it don't, I do things. It's free. It's free for me. I do things because I want people to do it for me. Even if, you, even if you're not going to do it for there me, you go. I'm still going to do it. I'm there still you gonna go. Be, see, I'm still going to drive you to the end of the moon because I would expect you to drive me to the end of the moon if I asked you to. And mm-hmm. if you say no, because you feel entitled that I should do it for you, I'm probably still going to do it because I, I, helped, I want you to do it for I me. I just helped my coworker move one Sunday. She did. I and don't I know got how. my tooth pulled on Tuesday. But, I mean, you just... And I'm, a, I'm help, a person who loves not? love, yeah. right? I love love, and I love giving love. And Shout out to Brittany. It's, it doesn't come with any stipulations, right? B and Z just had a silent dinner. What was that, last weekend? Yep. She couldn't talk. Her tooth was gone. <laughs> and we was writing notes in Red Lobster. It was a whole conversation and That's not love. one word spoken. But I love her, and I would do it for anybody else, too. I've just seen so much brokenness behind people who constantly suck people dry. And what, what hurts me is that those people who are giving it, they're expecting that in return, and they never get it. And then years down on end, they on their deathbed, like, you know, I hated you this whole time, right? Like, I don't want to do that. I want people <laughs> who want to be around me, not because they feel obligated, because that's another part of being a person who constantly gives and gives and gives. Then you finding ways to be needed. Like, so you need me to do this for you? So I know you, I know you want to get a new job. You want me to fill out an application for you? I'm not filling out no application for you. You grown. Fill out your own application. So all I'm saying is, is that, you have to protect yourself sometimes and yeah, you going your your mother gave you life. You're gonna do you're gonna do extra stuff for your mom. If your mom wants that new iPhone six, buy your mom an iPhone six, you know? But make sure you have a phone. That part before <laughs> you buy your mother an iPhone six. You know, make sure your rent is paid or that you got a car to go take her to get the iPhone six before you buy her the iPhone six. Like I just Find we gotta balance. think about it a little bit. It's it, it is balanced. It has to definitely do with balance, but those conversations about people who are takers and you finding people, you you being in that situation that we legit talked about the day today, where mm-hmm. you find yourself giving so much more because you and is it a matter of you? Does that person really care about you? The, and that's my in question. That person's defense, they do. They feel like because when you're that friend that always does to them. At this point, it's second nature, and not only are they entitled, but now it is expected. They already know you're going to do it. Before they even pick up the phone, when they saw it, they knew they were going to ask you, and they knew you were going to do it. Mm -hmm. The problem is when they don't get the follow-through, because now you're realizing not so much that the person doesn't love you, or they're using you, because they don't see that in their mind. What they see is that you love them. They don't realize that they're entitled. They don't feel like they're expecting it. So when you don't do it, 
that's when the problem comes because now it's like, but you always do it. Right. You, know. right. you always do it know. and you've yeah. always done it. So why you can't do it now? Because at some point it should have stopped. It should have been stopped. I should have told you four years ago that I can't do this or that this is not what's up. But because I love you, I kept doing it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it if you know that's how y'all roll, right? But like, I can only use my example again. My mother, what I find is she tries to she tries to have that behavior with me, but I don't need her for that. Like, hey, Charles, me, me, you and Charles, we're going to go out and get dinner. Okay, we're going to take, naturally, I want to take you to dinner, right? Check come, you trying to pay for the whole dinner. No, I want to take y'all to dinner. But why you got to take us to dinner? Maybe we want to do something nice for you this one time. She feels like she has to buy my love because naturally other people who are takers, all they want to do is just take. So So that's her natural thing. We had an event this weekend. My mother was there. It wasn't even about me needing her. It was just about the fact that, nope, I'm going to show up and I'm going to give you my time. I got to go to school. I just came from work. But I'm going to do that because I'm going to say that you needed me for something. And naturally, if you're a person who needs to be needed, Oh, you just you just a takers like dream. park, okay? Yes. You like a dream. It's like a fun park in that mug. <laughs> can I get that out of you? Can I get a new car? I mean, you can get new cars, you can get new clothes, you can get new shoes. It's whatever. But if you're involved with somebody who is um, a self entitled person, don't feed into that. Don't expect logic or talking to do any good. They will only get defensive, and they're gonna steal the conversation into another direction. And majority of the time, it's going to get on an attack situation. Realize that it's not your job to fill the bottomless well. This is really good. Mm-hmm. It's theirs. Sure, you should add 50% to the relationship, but you can't go any higher if they just stay at 10%. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that's where I find the issue is that you've been here for 10% for five years. Me and Z, we done catapulted. We on a whole nother level. But you still expected me to give you everything that I give her, but you only gave me this much from the jump. And you ain't doing no more to pour into that. And I don't thrive off of situations like that. And that's why I think it's also, too, like, why it's so clear to me, too, that I don't deal with with those kind of friendships. Mm-hmm. I can't really call you my friend. That ain't no friend. I, I try to hit up Chuck, like, more than on the podcast, and I do that naturally. But he probably used to people taking from him, too. Because sometimes he'd be like, hey, what's up? I'm like, I'm not even talking to you about the podcast. Like, I just want to see what's going on with your life. Are you okay? How's it going? How's everything going? Did you have a good holiday? You know, really check up on people, really be involved with people. And, I mean, I guess just know the people that you're dealing with. Um, Life is about more than just what you can get from somebody, whether or not you're in an intimate relationship or it's just a family member who's getting on your nerves. Shout out to my mom. I love you. You're my number one girl. <laughs> we had a lot of shout outs today. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I, you guys, any um businesses you guys want to highlight tonight or any good events that's popping off this weekend? Any good movies or any plans for the holidays? Well, we just said Thor was banging. It was. And, um... People still say banging? Is it still? Yeah, they do. Oh, you okay. know, Z's 40. Like, everything's going to be. Yeah. Shout out to Z and her new birthday that's coming up. New birthday. It was good. I didn't see Justice Justice League. Justice League was rocking. I really wanted to go to this event that was popping off in Durham tonight. I think I sent it to you, Z. Um, They were having a forum tonight. Um, 
in Durham where they were talking about HIV. Yeah. Oh. It's called Beats and Bars in Durham Presents Love, Hip Hop, and HIV. It was a discussion panel on sexual health. I should have definitely went to that. Yeah, I think it would have been dope. Look out for Stay Tuned. We will definitely start being on the scene and definitely start actually being at events. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got a street yeah. team coming. That'll be dope. Yeah, we got a street team coming. We got people who are actually going to be at like live events. We got some photo shoots coming up. Um, We're going to kind of wheel it back, you guys, and take it back to basics. I know you, some of you enjoy the live feed, but right now, just gonna stick to it being underground i like being in my pjs and you know before i step on that and that genre and that um what do i want in that arena of things i want to make sure that everything is up to par and that we're not looking like we're in a closet so until we move the podcast to another (laughs) night or whatnot we're gonna stay right here where we are um and i don't think there's anything wrong with that we're Mm -hmm. doing well with this um, shout out to all of our fans. The podcast is doing really, really, really well. We're in a thousand hits. Shout out to you, V. Let me shout out to you for yeah, your dream, out. for your for your vision, Don't for doing do what you're doing right now. Like I'm, I'm very proud of you. Thank you. And staying focused. Yes, like it, 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 you're really doing you. Shout out to you right now. I love this. He high five. High five. I'm high everybody. You high five. Let me get one right. High five. High five. She high five them though. She high five them. Um. The podcast is important. I think it's been great. I think it's been a good outlet. Um, Not only am I, you know, watching myself and watching how I move, I actually think about things a whole lot more like, you know, hmm. and it's not about what I know to be true or whatever, because I don't know everything. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not, you know, the smartest person in the world or even in this room, you know, but just getting people together who are like-minded, who, you know, want to hear something different, original, you know, we're doing this in Raleigh, North Carolina. It's just a good therapy for, for us and for other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's Definitely. dope. Um, I'm trying to get Dewan on the, on the podcast. Damn, you, guys, <laughs> you guys, you guys keep uh, keep sending me emails and uh, text messages. We'll keep working on them, but um, you know, I'm trying to get like some really strong men behind this, so that um, you know, one night he could just have a a podcast on his own, and I could stay at my house. Oh, that would be, like, be like dope. Crazy. Like, that'd get a whole, yeah. Come yeah. on, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned, dude. Stay yeah, tuned. walk out to my mailbox and get that check. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did want to actually um, let everybody know if, if you're into Zumba and like working out, um, a friend of mine, Sakara, she's actually having her first Zumba class on Saturday at 11 a.m. Oh, at yeah. Snap Fitness Gym on um, at 1141 Falls River avenue um suite 100 in raleigh that's raleigh north carolina 27614 good stuff good stuff definitely go it's free to sound like go i've got a business or a blog i guess coming up um like a fashion blog made by by yuchi i believe it is okay um so look out for that we're gonna be taking photos for that and and putting that out there yes yes and her um instagram name by the way is miss mrs Pris, P R I S S Y W. Okay. It's Pris W. Yes. Follow her on Instagram. Follow um, me. I'm Dwan, D W A N R W. Yes. Follow our other Stay Tuned podcast members. We got Mel Shell at M E L Shell S H E L L E. We got Brittany at Dr. Love Med, and that's Dr. underscore Love Med, I believe. I'm going to look it up. 
Dr. Dr. Underscore Love MD. We also have Shawty A Z Sweets. I got it right. That's right, right? The first time. And that's exactly how it's spelled. Shawty A Z Sweet. We got V at Podcast. Stay tuned. And it's all together. Like there's not even an extra S or a T in there. <laughs> Dr. Underscore Love MD. And we, we got, got it, Brittany. We got it. We did. We did and we do. Um, I also want to shout out, before I shout out um, the producer of this thing, Coach Guest, I want to shout out, um, if you wanted some, if you want some good inspiration in the morning, um, some good tips for you, um, go ahead and follow Miss Brandy. Brandy under, yes, no, Brandy's, Brandy. Yes. Brandy is Turpin. Yes, B-R, no, that's actually, I'm sorry, it's her whole name. Jesus, please keep me. Brandy, B-R-A-N-D-I-S, Turpin, T-U-R-P-I-N. Um, she's a motivator. She's a life coach. Um, she's actually been traveling right now. She's been in and out of Chicago on um, different conferences and things like that. Right now, she is still, I believe she's still running the sale. I might need to confirm this first. Let me confirm this first before I say it, but she definitely for sure has a calendar that's out right now, and she has a um, a book that is um, online that I've been reading, and I'm making my way through. I also wanted to shout out Keela. Okay? She is doing makeup around the Raleigh Durham area. It's called the Keela Experience. She is beating these faces down because this one lady, I was like, yo, this before and after was something like... Yeah, you stupid. <laughs> this this before and after was something crazy, but um, you guys check her out at the Keela Experience on Instagram. And I believe it was one more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure, because she just posted it up on um, Brittany's social media on ig from dr underscore love man she also is the business owner of loves.kitchen so guys be sure to follow her there and right now she just posted her weekly specials for the holidays um i'm not gonna read this to you just go to loves.kitchen and some great sales um did you have anything else yeah i got one Producer, I mean, this thing would not happen without him. Shout out to Chuck, holding us down, getting the getting that music in there, and that mix in there. Stay tuned, is on the scene, you guys. We're here to stay. I love you guys. We're out. I dropped my mic. Invisible.